0: What's the game-changing realization that helped you build a high-performing team? That question is at the center of every episode of the HR Show. Every HR professional wants to build a team that has empowered managers, engaged employees, and an organization that's striving to become elite. The challenge is that you're often told to do more with less. We're going to fix that. Every week we will feature executive and senior HR leaders from across the country, and they will share with us their actionable insights and best practices that are going to help empower you to create an engaged elite workforce. Here's the show. Now, tell me if this is something that you're used to. If you did a poll of all of your managers and asked them the question if they believed that they were great managers, how many of them would raise their hands and say yes? I would guess that would be a pretty large number. Probably 80% or higher of your management team would self evaluate that they are great managers. Now, if you ask that same question to the employees they report to, how many of those employees? Employees would say, "Yeah, my manager is great." That number is going to be a lot lower, don't you think? And that right there tells you about one of the big disconnects that is common in small to mid-sized organizations. And if you're part of a busy HR team, getting your managers effective has so many benefits to your organization in terms of retention, in terms of employee engagement, that it's something that can't be ignored. Unfortunately, there's a common occurrence where managers don't really feel like they they have large areas of improvement that they can get, which is completely disconnected from the sentiment that happens or that exists among their reports. And it's that communication or understanding gap that is... is critical that for organizations to fix in order for them to be successful. How can you do that? The process for doing that is building a 360-degree feedback culture. Now, when I say that, for most of the HR leaders that are listening to this conversation, they're going to probably cringe because those are com- complicated. It takes a lot of time to put together. The data takes a while to process. The reality of it is that you can actually do a lot of this yourself if you don't have something established already. And that's the key. Something is better than nothing. So if you're looking at building a 360 feedback culture and getting your managers more aware of their strengths and their weaknesses, getting the ball rolling and creating that and creating a 360 feedback environment is going to be super important. So how can you do it yourself? Don't overthink this. A great place to start is just by setting up an anonymous survey and a basic feedback form and getting that out to your people. And the focus there isn't on layering a heavy tech stack around it. It's just getting the job done so you have some visibility and a place to start. Now, before you roll this out, it's important that you communicate why you're doing it, what it's going to benefit, how it's going to be deployed, because you need your teams to be able to understand what's the big picture. How does this play into the overall organizational goals? And the idea is to over communicate and use it as a tool that's going to help everybody level up their capability. This is again, one of the ways that you can use to build a communication culture that's going to give you staying power, give your employees staying power, and it's going to solve one of the biggest problems that exist within your organization, which is a disengaged workforce and high turnover. So now that you have some of the fundamentals down, building a survey, communicating the reason behind it. So now that you've laid out the fundamentals on building and deploying and communicating why we're doing it 360, one of the more important considerations to keep in mind is that from a mindset perspective, this isn't a tool that's going to be used to weed out bad employees. That's not the purpose. The purpose is is for you to have systems and processes in place to give you visibility and gives everybody line of sight into their strengths and weaknesses. And it's a development tool designed to create a growth oriented mindset and atmosphere. This is one of the things that you need to do to build a learning culture that's focused on continuous improvement without it being toxic. And if that is the goal, which it should be for many organizations, you can't use this as a tool for just getting rid of people. That's not the right intent. If you are apply it for those purposes, you're going to see less lower and lower participation over time. So now that we've got that out of the way, how often should you do it in small to mid-sized organizations, you know, as well as I do, how fast things move and how quickly things change. So doing this once a year might not be enough. But on the flip side, doing this every week is going to be too much. So you need to identify that interval that you want to deploy it orderly would make a lot of sense so that you can see how that development effort, from the information that you gathered from the 360 is moving each manager and each individual towards a better level of competence. Make sure you're consistent with this because that's going to be important, consistent from a frequency perspective, but also a format perspective that keeps everything fair and it keeps the relevance top of mind because oftentimes you and I have seen it where new tools or methods are pushed out and they're forgotten within a week or a quarter and that it's on to the next thing. So you've done all the heavy lifting, you've structured it, you've rolled it out, you've communicated it, you've made a commitment to be consistent, then what? Once you get the results, you need to act. It's not enough to get feedback, and we've mentioned this before. Getting feedback over and over again, but then not doing anything with it is an employee engagement killer. So this is one of the tools that you can leverage to demonstrate to the team your commitment to them and also communicate to them that their voice matters, that their feedback matters. And you care about driving change. So don't take a half measure and just collect it and then do nothing with it. The challenge for small to midsize organizations and busy leaders within these organizations is taking higher value initiatives and bringing them to fruition to drive organizational change. And the reason why that's difficult is with small to midsize organizations and especially HR teams within those organizations, you're dealing with limited resources. So some of the best bang for your buck can be derived out of three building a 365 feedback culture. It's going to promote transparency. It's going to boost morale and it's going to drive employee engagement. This is one of the key things that you can do to make sure you're not losing employees. And in fact, this is one of the key things that you can put into place to make your managers more effective, which will then have them be better equipped at keeping their people. Everybody wants to build a high-performing organization and have a high-performing team. If you're not transparent and if you're not reflecting on where you are, both from a strengths weaknesses perspective, you're never going to reach that tier. And reaching that tier requires your managers to be empowered and your employees to be engaged. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Impact Show. We hope you like the conversation. Don't forget to continue supporting us by joining the HR Impact community. You can find the community at Impact.